From here on Earth 616 to the multiverse, this is the Marvel Guys Podcast. Your number one source for everything Marvel. Reviews, characters, comic books, new releases. It's all right here. Now, let's welcome your hosts, Jordan and Spencer. Welcome into another episode of the Marvel Guys Podcast. As always, I am your host, Jordan, and on my left is my co-host, Spencer. Are you ready to talk about some Greek gods? Yes, I am. What's one of your favorites? Um, Of the Greek gods, I would have to say Ares, right? <laughs> That's a good, good thing, because yeah. he is our topic today. Yeah. Uh, this is a god... That is very familiar to a lot of us. He is the son of Zeus and Hera. He is obviously worshipped as the god of war in uh, ancient Greece and Rome. And he is particularly, you know, separated out as one with a lot of anger, a lot of dissatisfaction, somebody who kind of goes against the grain. Um, he is well known for trying to conquer Olympus, uh, sometimes you know, using the help of others, uh, most notably Hades. And his, let's just put it this way, if, if Zeus was kind of keeping his eye on one kid, if you're a basketball fan, if he was playing a box and one when doing babysitting, Ares would probably be the one that he's got one and a half eyes on, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, there's a list of things that Ares has done, uh, both in Greek lore, Greek god lore, and in Marvel Comics, obviously, um, that are just absolutely insane. And then there's also... And I will talk about this moment for those that are comic book fans, the the moment in which uh, things go completely sideways for Ares in a horrible way. But and it's like one of the most graphic moments in Marvel comic history, for sure. Um, but when you look at his history, like he fought in the Trojan War uh, when Achilles dies, he rallies the troops. Um one cool thing from Marvel Comics, there's a bunch of cool stuff that from, from Marvel Comics he's done, but one of the crazier things is like he turns Olympians into crystal. You ever heard about that? He I have not. He uses the uh, Black Knight's sword. The uh, It's not the Necroblade, it's the... Um, you did this the, one to yeah, yourself. I did this one to myself. <laughs> but yeah, he uses Black Knight's uh, blade to ignite the torch in Olympia and it turns them into crystal. It's crazy. Um, he's fought with Odin before, which is kind of cool. Uh, he fought with Odin like against the Eternals. He went, he stood toe to toe with, uh, somebody that we've seen recently, Icarus. Um, we kind of know his hatred for Hercules. Like he, despises Hercules. Um, in fact, I think for so many years, Ares was portrayed as a villain uh, throughout his entire history. Like, he was kind of portrayed as a villain. Until recently, he's become more of like an anti-hero. Um, 
in Marvel Comics uh, because you have moments where like he's recruited by Ms. Marvel and Tony Stark to join the Mighty Avengers. Um, he's recruited by S.H.I.E.L.D. He becomes a member of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, which is a really cool storyline. I think the last time we had talked about uh, like comic books to read, I talked about Invincible Iron Man. They plant the seeds there for uh, like a Dark Avengers story. Uh, and what happens with that is basically you have Tony Stark who's leading S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, and he is like forcefully removed as like the, the top guy at S.H.I.E.L.D. and replaced by with Norman Osborn. And her, uh, Ares is like the one of the only people that are a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. that remains a member of S.H.I.E.L.D. when Norman takes over just because he knows that like, yeah, this is a bad dude. And he's also like not good. <laughs> so like, <laughs> of course, I'm going to keep it. Double edged sword there. He's yeah. both bad and not good. Yeah. <laughs> what can we do with the guy like right. that? Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the cooler storylines. You have uh, Norman Osborn taking over, like, a uh, suit of armor, becomes Iron Patriot, stuff like that. But, like, Ares is right there alongside. Um, and then, obviously, the moment that I talked about earlier, not Ares' best look, but it is one of the coolest moments in Marvel history, and I, I would kick myself for not talking about it. Um there's a character in Marvel known as the Sentry. Um, he is immensely powerful. Like when you think of Sentry, think of like Marvel's Superman. Like he's just crazy powerful. The problem is, is there's a problem with his memories. The Void triggers this, and when he 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 has no control over his power at that point, so he becomes even more powerful when the Void has a presence around him the void shows up sentry it's not even a fight sentry literally rips Ares in half and it's like one of the most gruesome like pieces you'll ever see in like comics it's crazy cool but yeah he just rips him in half so i thought of all of these really cool accomplishments that he's achieved there's also you got to talk about the one really awful thing that happens so what happens when an immortal being is ripped in half in this case, he's actually like I think his he goes to the like realm of the dead. Like he's like dead for sure, and um, because and it's and it's one of those moments where I think they're also like trying to show off like centuries' true power. Yeah. How do you how how do you show that you kill a guy killing somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and it also showed that like century was unstable. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Being a god in the MCU or Marvel in general feels like being first in Mario Kart. Like, if somebody's got that blue shell, you're screwed. Yeah. They're coming for you. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, uh, was it Vision that said it? That, you know, now that you have nuclear weapons and stuff, they they keep an eye on you, but now you have the Avengers, you're, you're attracting power threats, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, other species, the second you show that you have the capability to to hurt, um, people will hurt you. And it's, 
you know, a, a greater story, you know, but the same one with the world we live in, you know, um, you look around and if, if you, there's sweet spots, right? There's the United States has like the most power in the world as far as military power. And then there's all these little countries that we're like, hop on our backs. We'll peg you back, ride you, you know, like mm-hmm. we got you. Nobody like threatens those small countries, <laughs> right? Right. Because what, what would that do for you? Um, and partially because they have the backing of the United States, but it's like, oh, you guys have this intellect, this power. If we can't be best friends, we don't particularly like you, <laughs> you right. know? And I think that extends to the Marvel universe to such a degree that, like you said, somebody with this power in a, in a way kind of gets a bad rap because it depends on who's telling the story. Mm-hmm. And Ares seems, he just kind of seems like a guy that's in charge of something, you know? They didn't really ask to become the god of a certain thing. I'm, no. I'm not sure they, you know, played dice and, and picked up sticks and ink pink you stink for you know flowers or war (laughs) Uh, whatever you know whatever they did i don't know the initial origin story for that yeah but the reality is they're basically there to keep balance in the same way that um you know people who are cosmic interject only when it's needed Mm -hmm. i think it's fair to say that for the most part the greeks are just kind of fulfilling a role however they are most of them known for meddling a little bit too much and getting a little bit drunk off their own power. But I think that's the story for a lot of gods in general. So, you know, for me, I, I do tend to agree that like Ares, though he's like super flammable, he's got some potential to have a really sh- strong, prominent role in the MCU as one of those anti-heroes in-betweeners. Absolutely. I could not think of a better role for him to be in, honestly. And, um, you know, we hear like the rumblings of like the Thunderbolts or whatever coming to fruition or like because the Thunderbolts would be a thing, maybe the Dark Avengers would be a thing. Like these are all possibilities that I feel very strong about for the Ares character. And as we're talking about this, you know, the potential for him to debut in Thor or something like that. Or, uh, you know, just at, at any point in time. I feel, I feel like right now is the time to, if you're going to do it, do it. You know, like you're, you're introducing uh, so many other characters already. Like you're introducing Zeus in this one. So, uh, yeah, there, this, this, like you strike when the coal is hot, right? So like this is the, the moment to introduce Ares if there's ever been one it would be here you you had some thoughts about what you think maybe Ares will will do within the the Thor love and shunt love and thunder would you like to share that absolutely so I think what will end up happening here um, because you and I both agreed when we were talking about Thor love and thunder in one of the previous episodes uh, that we did on that was uh, that the Russell Crowe Zeus probably won't make it out of the movie you might have very yeah. small role in the movie, uh, but because you're introducing a character like Gore that has potential to, you know, use a god bomb, um, yeah, he's probably not making it out. Um, so my thing would be if he dies, Zeus dies, uh, if Thor dies as well, like our Thor, Chris Hemsworth Thor, 
um, you could have this moment in which, um, you know, the two women are, are fighting against Gore and you have Valkyrie and you have Jane Foster fighting and they're doing their best, but they just can't do it. And then boom, in comes Ares. And maybe you break the mold a little bit and it's Ares and Hercules, like a double debut moment in which they just come in and clean house, do whatever. Um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Because if there was ever a moment in which the two would probably be united, it would be that. You know, like if, if, if Gore wipes out all the Olympians, if he just kills the entire planet, kills everybody on it, uh, that would be a very, that would be the moment of unity for those two characters for me. And I think that it would cement like, okay, Ares would probably have some sort of line, like basically saying something along the lines of like, I'm fighting with you to protect or avenge my family, but don't count on it. You know, like once we leave, yeah, like like disappearing at the end of the movie, kind of. Yeah. So they, do you know if they've announced a, a cast for, any Greek gods that are like ancillary parts? I haven't seen it. No. I wonder so if they're, I mean, there's always a possibility that they're not even in it. You know, it's there's a good possibility they're not. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. possible. But like, I, I wonder if uh, I wonder if the reason they're keeping it under wraps is because it is somebody that's big, fairly important. Um, yeah. My my first suspicion, if that was the case, and it was a prominent role for one of them, would be. Um, Little Hemsworth, mm-hmm. that'd be my my first guess because I know he tried out for Thor originally, um, and he was a little too young. But yeah, I don't know. That would that would be quite interesting to see Little Hemsworth take on a, a character. But beyond that, if we got a story similar to that, I would be pretty fascinated with it. Um, I think we all get really interested in you know Greek mythology and things like that. So we've we've discussed it many a time, mm-hmm. and with Thor coming up, it, it's really really a fun time to talk about it because of the possibilities uh, of things moving forward. And we are getting to this place where Thor is not going to have a whole lot of time left. Um, I will say just based on like how Chris has been talking, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't sound like we're losing him this movie. Cause he, he said that this might be his last movie. And I'm like, well, that kind of tells me, <laughs> You know, he wouldn't say this is my last movie if he was going to die, certainly. But I also don't think he would be like, well, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. You can never trust that too much. No. But with that being said, it does seem like he's having a pretty good time making these films. And he probably wants a true trilogy with Taika. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I, I could s- definitely foresee that uh, you know, coming. But, yeah, Ares as a character himself is, is quite fascinating and for those that like i guess it's fair a lot of people have seen the movie troy like a lot of people either love the movie or at least have seen it and kind of have a good idea um that portrayal of aries were you comfortable with that compared to the comics or is it a completely different person that you see when you're reading those comics when you're reading those comics i think it's a completely different thing um because if i remember right in Troy, it's very much more humanized. Yeah. It's very much more humanized. Definitely. And it makes sense 
to do it that way because it's like, um, you know, like when you read, and this is not poking at it, but like, you know, when you like read stories from the Bible per se or something like that, right? Like these are stories that were told and these are stories, it's almost like campfire stories. You know what I mean? Like these are stories that are told and you can choose to view them however you please, right? Um, obviously if you're in a super religious family, then obviously that goes right out the window. But, um, yeah, it's, it's like, um, you kind of can pick and choose what kind of perspective you want to look at it as you can take it as that it's true to the word and that this is something that happened or this is through the lens of somebody who is you know, in a weakened state looking up at somebody who's like, no, we got to do this. Like in like an Aries leading his troops to victory when it all seems lost because Achilles is now gone. Like, yeah, if you're one of those soldiers, just one of those guys that's just fighting, you're going to look up and see Aries and you're going to be like, oh my God, this guy's a God. <laughs> so yeah, I think that it's um, it's more of a humanized version in Troy, and in the Marvel comics, it's definitely this like super yeah enhanced de- degree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, uh, obviously, it's you know they're taking liberties with it, so it's yeah quite a bit more fun, you know. Well, and anytime you see. see like portrayals of of gods in films, I mean they're often just like an entity, a spirit, like the idea, you know, we have Aries with us today. We have Athena watching out, you know, watching over us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these, all these characters that they reference in all these movies, it, unless you're in like an animated series, like, or movie like Hercules or something, you don't usually get like the, the very matter of fact, fleshed out character. You kind of get this idea of a character because it's yeah. hard to portray gods as we've seen in, in many a film. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that Ares claimed he made $44 an hour as a construction worker? Yes. He's apparently the god of persuasion as well. Yes, yes. And Ares hates the 2004 film Troy, stating that it made him sick. So apparently he is not too He's fond not too of the fond. portrayal of that battle. Nope, <laughs> not at all. So that's pretty hilarious. Yeah. Um, he does have a lot of appearances in the comics, uh, 250. And so he is a character that has a prominent role in the comics. And now that he's likely going to be uh, debuting in this Thor movie, I think it's a it's a good possibility that we'll see a lot of him moving forward. And once we see the movie, we will maybe be covering him a lot or maybe he will kind of be just dust in the wind. But we will see. Uh, if you like this episode, we will have one discussing the character Hercules. That's very similar to this style. Uh, be about the same length, maybe a little bit shorter. And uh, I would recommend you check that out if you enjoy it. Uh, please do like, subscribe, rate us, leave us a review. Uh, join us on the Marvel Guys podcast. Uh, check us out at themarvelguys.com. And uh, check out some of our apparel. You'll you'll hopefully enjoy it. We had a lot of fun creating it. And we'll see if everybody you know likes showing off their gear. <laughs> Pretty excited to see uh, everybody wearing their stuff. So we appreciate you guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Peace.
You've reached the end game of this episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Marvel Guys podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information or to connect with Jordan and Spencer, check out themarvelguys.com, the Marvel Guys on Twitter, and the Marvel Guys podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you next time.